Hey friends, how are you today? I hope you are all having the best week and I'm totally laughing at myself when I say these greetings because I work with somebody at the hospital and as far as I know, he does not follow my coaching, social media, or listen to this podcast. Now, maybe I'm wrong and he's like in the secret fan club, then I'm just not sure about that, but I don't think he is following this coaching business. And he was totally making fun of me at the hospital the other day for being like, hey, beautiful friends, hey, people, like all these kind of greetings that I do. And I'm laughing because I thought that I only said that in my coaching accounts and on this podcast. I didn't really think that I just said that all the time, but apparently I do say that all the time in my day-to-day life. So I'm kind of laughing at myself that I'm always doing these like extra greetings, even in person in the OR. So anyways, I have a little request to make of you. If you would feel so inclined to leave me a rating and a review on whichever app you're using to listen to this podcast, I would be forever grateful. Those ratings and reviews go into all the algorithms of the mysterious interwebs and they make it easier for other people to find this podcast. So if you are benefiting from the information I'm sharing, you know that lots of other people could benefit too. And I would love for you to help me reach them by leaving me a rating and a review. Thank you so much. So today we're going to talk about something that I mentioned briefly on last week's podcast about what our relationships are and what they are not. And one of the things that I had said that relationships are, is they are our mirrors. And so that's our topic for today that I really wanted to go into. And this is something that I have been thinking a lot about lately, like in the last few months. I've really been seeing how this concept really applies in my own life. So there is a quote from a book called Relationships to Oneself, to Others, to the World. And the quote is, relationship is the mirror in which you see yourself as you are. I'll say it again. Relationship is the mirror in which you see yourself as you are. I really love that quote because I think so often we hide things from lots of people around us, acquaintances, and we definitely hide things from ourselves. And when we're in a close relationship, I'm going to be focusing mostly on our romantic relationships for the purpose of this podcast, but really any super close relationship um, could apply here. But when we are in a close romantic partnership, we are often really a lot more authentic to ourselves because we are a little bit more unfiltered. We maybe spend a lot of time with that person. We've developed a level of comfort with that person. And because we have that level of authenticity with that person, a lot of things that we have kept hidden from other people that we're not as close to and from ourselves become uncovered. And it makes sense, right? Because these people that know us the most intimately, they really get this version of us that a lot of other people might not get. And they can reflect back to us a lot of characteristics that we might be unwilling to even see in ourselves or that we just 
couldn't see or weren't aware of. So I love to think of all of our relationships, especially the intimate relationships, as an amazing tool for personal development. Because when we have these things that come to the surface for a variety of reasons in our relationships that we can now evaluate it about ourselves, then we can do something about it. We can decide whether these characteristics that we are sort of unmasking are things that we want to keep or maybe things that we want to work on. So I'm going to give you some examples from my own life. And this is like some pretty um, vulnerable stuff that I'm sharing with you because I really want you to see how you can use this information and maybe apply it to your own life. So I'm going to kind of tell you about um, three different relationships and how I have been able to recognize how those relationships were truly a mirror for me to see and learn things about myself that prior to the relationship, I was completely unaware of. And maybe in a lot of cases, I was even um, unwilling to see these things about myself or uncomfortable with admitting these things about myself. So in my marriage, my previous marriage to the father of my daughters, that was a huge component of what sparked my personal evolution. That was the relationship I was in when I first learned about coaching And as I've discussed before on this podcast, I was sort of primed to be receptive to what coaching had to offer because of what I was experiencing in that relationship. I was feeling really sort of lost, confused, stagnant, unhappy, and I couldn't quite put my finger on a lot of the reasons why. And so then when I heard about coaching during that time, I was super interested in it and it and that's you know that's how I got to where I am today being a coach because of that inspiration that was sparked way back then because of this relationship that I was in. And so when I think about that marriage with the lens of how was it my mirror to show me things about myself, one of the big things that it showed me was that I was having a tendency to settle for something that I didn't want to settle for. And a future episode um, will be about settling versus compromising in a relationship because I think that that is an important distinction. But that marriage, when I think back on it, it was really obvious to me that it was showing me that I had sort of settled for something that I didn't actually want. And then it gave me the opportunity to ask myself, why did I do that? And one of the other things that that relationship mirrored back to me was that I am very driven. I'm very good at deciding what I want and then taking massive action to create it and having laser focus on creating it. We've talked about that a little bit with our careers, right? Like we have this goal, we're going to become a doctor or whatever other profession, and we take laser-focused action to create that. And my first marriage reflected back to me that I have a tendency to do that in my personal life too, where I have a goal and I just go after it. And that might be amazing professionally, and it might be amazing personally too, But 
what I really um, noticed and became aware of was that I take that laser focused action sometimes without considering all of the other kind of side effects or, you know, things that might happen as a result. So what I mean here is when I met my ex-husband, I was at a time in my life when I was getting towards the end of my undergraduate education. I knew I was going to medical school. I was in my early 20s and I was like, cool, yep, next thing on the list is getting married and having kids. That's what I wanted, which is kind of funny because I was never a little girl that was like, I'm going to get married and have all these babies. Like I didn't even like kids when I was a kid myself. I was never the teenager that was like super excited to babysit for everybody. So it wasn't really that I had had this lifelong dream or like fantasy of big wedding dresses and, you know, being a mom. But I did have at that time this idea that the next thing I wanted to accomplish and create in my life because I was on my career path, the personal side of my life, I wanted to be married and have kids. And so when I met my ex-husband, I can see now that a lot of the reason why I decided to do all those things with him was really that I was checking a box. And it's not to say that I didn't love him or think he was amazing at the time, because I definitely did. And it wasn't that I am not grateful for these children that I have now because of that. But when I reflect on that relationship, it's really clear to me that I had that tendency towards laser-focused action that had applied to my career And I was using that in my personal life too. So what ended up happening was I was so focused on the result that I wanted, which was marriage and kids, that I kind of just settled for somebody that probably wasn't actually a great fit for me. And again, it's not because there's anything wrong with him. It's just that it created a situation where I had blinders on to all of the other surrounding details And I was like, okay, here's him. Let's do this. Marriage, kids, cool. Check it off. So he didn't, you know, consciously reflect that to me. He didn't like tell me, hey, I noticed that you're doing this. So when I talk about our relationships as mirrors, it's not even that the other person is actually doing anything specific necessarily. It's not that they are aware necessarily of what we're doing, but when we use the information from the relationship, we can really see how certain parts of us are reflected back that we wouldn't necessarily recognize. And so for me, I guess I knew I was driven. I guess I knew that, you know, I was um, very goal oriented, but it was only through that relationship that I realized, hey, I kind of compromised myself in ways that I didn't want to. I settled in ways that I didn't want to for the sake of achieving my next goal. So that was a big thing that that relationship mirrored back to me. It also mirrored back to me my, I guess, ability (laughs) that we probably all have to lie to ourselves. It's really clear to me now that I was lying to myself about what I truly wanted back then lying to myself some of the time and maybe part of the time just not being aware of what I wanted. But definitely there were times 
in that relationship that I can recall that I was very much thinking, this is not actually what I want, but I'm going to do it anyway. And, and so that was sort of a self-deception and a breakdown of my integrity with myself that had a lot of fallout that was negative for me and for him in our divorce and probably even for our daughters. So that was one of the most impactful relationships in my life. Of course, I was with him for more than a decade and it really held up this mirror where I was able to see parts of me that I wasn't able to recognize before and that I didn't actually want to continue. And so then through the coaching that I had, I was able to sort of look more deeply at that. It's an ongoing process, really. I mean, I've done work on this just in the last few months, too, of really evaluating, you know, what did all of that mean and what does that say about me at the time and how do I want to move forward with that information? So that was that relationship. I had another relationship after that marriage that um, actually reflected some really interesting things to me as well. So my relationship with that person was one that showed me a lot of who I really am in the positive ways that I like and that I want to keep. One of those things was confidence. And one of those things was kind of like what I would call extra-ness. Like these are parts of me that I've always had um, a glimmer of, of being confident, of being a little bit extra, of being a little bit fancy, those sorts of things, um, of liking luxury, all of that. But, but there are parts of myself that I kept a little bit hidden or that I didn't fully embrace until I was with this person. And through my relationship with him, he reflected back to me, not necessarily on purpose, but that was just the way it was with our relationship. Through him, I saw I am a confident person. I love to cultivate that confidence. I like to be fancy. I like luxury. I want to have nice things and be pretty and go nice places and all of that. And that was such a, um, I think, a natural part of our relationship that being with him really reflected to me, hey, that is who I am. I like that about myself. I don't want to hide that about myself. I want to cultivate that even more. So that was a really great thing that came out of that relationship. Now, that relationship didn't last. And that also came back to the same thing as with my first marriage, that this person was also a mirror for me to see ways in which I was settling. I was for sure settling for something with that person that was completely unacceptable and not something I desired in my life. And yet I was settling for it for a lot of reasons. And so I didn't want to recognize that during that time. I didn't want to see it because it was difficult. But because of that relationship, I was sort of confronted with the reality that I was indeed settling for something that I didn't want to settle for, which is painful to recognize, right? And that's why our relationships being our mirrors is so important. If we let that work in and we allow it to grow us, we can really benefit because it uncovers things that are uncomfortable that we don't necessarily want to go into. But when we're, when we're sort of almost like forced to see it because of how it's mirrored back to us and reflected back to us through our partnerships, 
then we can at least do something about it. And so I got another great example with that person of how I have this tendency to settle for things that are not actually acceptable to me, which is good to know. So good to know, because the more I know that and recognize that, the more I can work to not do it. And then that brings me to my current relationship with my amazing partner that is the best, most amazing soulmate that I could have imagined. Our relationship has been so amazing, and it's also been one that has really pushed me to the edge of my personal development in the best ways. And I think that that is just a very natural progression of my life and my own um, evolution and all the relationships that I've been in. They've all kind of led me to this like ultimate relationship that has the highest highs and also the most potential for personal growth. And like, if you're not into that, you, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast, right? But if you're, you know, there are people that are not like wanting to grow and evolve. There are people that want to live a very sort of steady, stagnant, safe life. Um, and so the way I talk about this, it might be kind of off-putting or like undesirable to those types of people. But for me, one of my missions in life is to continuously evolve into the next most amazing version of myself. And so I'm all about this personal development that has come through all of my relationships and especially my current one. And so one of the things that my current partner has really reflected back to me not necessarily on purpose, but just in the way that we've interacted um, and through our relationship, something that has become really clear to me that I didn't really fully recognize in myself is my tendency to be pretty selfish and not in an not in a, um, intentionally mean way, but in a very unaware way. I'm an only child. Like I never had to do all of those interpersonal dynamics in my household as a kid. And so I think that I really have sort of been shaped with this um, kind of unawareness of other people in some ways. And that sounds crazy because I am very aware in certain like social settings. I'm very also like compassionate about my patience and that sort of thing. But my relationship with my current partner has really held up the mirror for me to see the areas in which I am unaware of what's going on for other people and pretty selfish in the way that I behave. I'm very focused on myself as a lot of us are and there's nothing wrong with that except that for me it often means that I'm not focused enough on my partner and things around me in ways that I really want to be. And this is like even totally minor things that my partner maybe will bring up, you know, things that I say that I don't really um, notice how they land or things that I do that could be sort of interpreted in a way that like I don't care about the people around me. And that's not who I want to be. That's not at all who I want to be. So I'm so it's uncomfortable for me to recognize those things about myself that I have probably always done, but I've never really brought to the surface. Um, but I'm grateful to now see them so that I can do something about them if I want to, which in this case I do. Um, the other thing that my current relationship has taught me or reflected back to me is that um, I am so extremely independent 
in a way that is no longer necessarily serving me. And these traits that we develop and things about our personality, they all come from somewhere and they're all beneficial at some point in our lives. That's why we develop them. And then at some point we might realize that they no longer serve us. So this like fierce independence of doing everything myself definitely served me when I was married to somebody who didn't really contribute to the household, like financially or in terms of, you know, running the household or the daily tasks. Um, That first marriage, that person, he didn't really contribute in those ways. And so by default, I picked up all of that slack. I made the money. I had the career. I dealt with the house. I took care of the kids. Um, and that was, that was sort of my survival strategy at that time. That was how we got by. And were there other ways? Of course. Could I have gotten help in different ways? Yes. You know, did I have support from my parents? Of course. So it's not just like me all alone, but I definitely developed this very independent tendency um, during that relationship. And that probably also was fostered during my childhood when I was an only child. And it's like, what do you do when you're an only child? You go play by yourself, like in the backyard, you make up your own things. You, you don't have to, um, necessarily like have any sort of a hierarchy among siblings. And so you're just used to being independent. And then that was really, um, sort of solidified during my first marriage. And so during my current relationship, it has been reflected to me that that fierce independence is not fully serving me anymore because it makes me have a little bit too much of a guard up sometimes. It makes it hard for me to um, communicate in ways that are helpful in a partnership. I now have a super involved partner that wants to have an equal partnership with me, um, who wants to contribute in his ways. And so when I sort of wall that off or have like this martyr almost tendency to just do it myself, it's not really beneficial anymore. And it's not something that I want to be doing. And without the relationship with him, it's something that I might not have been able to identify in myself. So again, it's pretty uncomfortable (laughs) when you start to sort of uncover these things, but it's also an amazing opportunity for growth. So those are kind of the examples in my own life that I wanted to share with you. Um, And I want you to start thinking about maybe what are the examples in your life of how your relationships, especially the intimate ones, have been a mirror to show you what you haven't yet seen, what they've been here to teach you, how they're helping you get to the next most amazing version of yourself. Um, And I like to think of it as something that's really exciting Like, even if it's painful to uncover these parts, it's really exciting to see what's going to come out of it and how you're going to grow and evolve from it. So I have a few questions for you to ask yourself. So get out your journal and your pen. Um, Feel free to listen to these all the way through and then go back. Or maybe you want to pause in between questions and write down your answers. Um, So I want you to think about just one relationship at a time. You can always go back and do this for other relationships, but just think of one relationship right now. Probably your current romantic partner, if you have one, is a great place to start. You could definitely think about um, a former romantic partner that you had, maybe especially if there's one that has a lot of sort of painful sticking points in your mind still. Um, If none of those really resonate with you, it might be a super close friendship. It could be 
um, a relationship with like a parent or another family member that you're close to, but just pick one uh, relationship that's pretty deeply connected. And I want you to ask yourself, what parts of this relationship have been uncomfortable for me and why? What parts of this relationship have been uncomfortable for me and why? And the reason I ask this is because often the parts of the relationship that kind of feel uncomfortable are ones that are there to reflect back to you something that you're not recognizing about yourself. This is not like in a blaming way either, by the way. This is all through a lens of love and personal growth. Um, and it's not saying that anything's wrong when you identify these, these aspects. But the parts of your relationship that feel uncomfortable might be ones that are a great place to start for you to kind of see, okay, so what is this um, reflecting back about me? The next question, very similar, is where have you felt friction in this relationship? So, you know, with my current partner, there would sometimes um, early on be friction about um, my lack of communication about things. And so it's, so it's like, okay, if I ask myself, I felt friction, why was that? It was times when I wasn't communicating well and he was frustrated about that. Okay, so what is that here to reflect back to me? That was reflecting back to me in this case that I was not communicating well because of this fierce independence and sort of selfishness where I am just like going through it, doing it myself, not involving anybody else, not considering anybody else. And so that friction that I felt in certain situations was my mirror for me being hyper independent and maybe showing up in a way that I didn't want to show up. The next question is, what is it that you have been uncomfortable seeing or admitting about yourself? So when you think of those situations in your relationship that have been uncomfortable or where you felt friction, what is it that maybe you are uncomfortable or not willing to see or admit about yourself? The next question is, what has this relationship taught you? Or what is it here to teach you? And this is a time where you have to get really honest and let your brain go to work on this type of a question. So especially if you have some friction or contentious parts of your relationship, I think we all do with every relationship to some degree, but if, especially if you have a relationship that feels extra contentious or kind of blah in a lot of ways, Instead of asking your brain to give you answers to why does this relationship suck? Because it'll come up with all kinds of crazy answers to that. Ask yourself, what is this relationship here to teach me? And see what kind of answers your brain comes up with. Likely it will give you some really great information about things that are being reflected back to you about you. And it might give you some information about something that you're settling for that you don't want to or a behavior that you have that you would like to modify, etc. And then the final question is, how are you more self-aware because of this relationship? So what are you learning about yourself? What have you been able to see in yourself because of this relationship and the dynamic that you have that you wouldn't have been able to see without it? Those are my questions, my friends. I would love to hear your answers. 
please send me an email or a DM and let me know some of your answers and let me know what's resonating with you, what other questions are coming up, what you might be confused about. I would love to hear from you and help you out with those things. So you can find me on social media, Allison Anderson Coaching. You can email me at allison at allisonandersoncoaching.com. Um, all of that info is in the show notes of this podcast. And also in those show notes, you are going to find a link that you can click on to get on my sort of VIP list for my awesome group coaching program that is opening at the end of this summer. It is a four-month program called The Sweet Spot that's designed to help you create your own optimal personal work-life balance sweet spot. It's not cliched stuff about like how to balance your work life and your home life. It's about really getting back to the essence of who you are and what you desire. We'll be working a lot on confidence. And then of course, we'll be working a lot on relationships. So if you want to be on my VIP list for that to get all the information before anyone else, go ahead and click the link in the show notes. And if you're ready to dive in and make that investment in yourself and take your life to the next level, send me an email and I will get you enrolled in the program. I hope you guys have the best week ever. I love you. Take care.